Welcome to an all-new episode of SJHL Insider. Thanks so much for joining us. My name is Jeremy Corgan, Director of Media for the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Lots to get into this week, just 12 days remaining in the SJHL regular season. Uh, hard to believe the season has uh, come and gone for the most part, but there's still lots to be determined in the uh, Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League regular season. Of course, uh, we will look at the past couple of days in the SJHL, preview the weekend. We'll also be joined by Carson Dobson of the Nippowin Hawks. Of course, the Hawks are coming off two wins this week already. They have a busy week ahead of them. But also because Carson Dobson was the 1,000th goal scorer as part of the Kids Sport Cup. Whether he knew about it when he scored that goal, we'll find out. But he'll join us uh, on SJHL Insider. Uh, before we get uh, into the show, of course, we've got to give a big shout out to our sponsors, Cantera Seed, Sastel Capital Auto Mall, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Chevrolet Tourism Saskatchewan, Direct West, SGI, SGU, Great Western Young's Equipment, and RBC. Thank you so much for your support, because without your support, this show, SJHL Weekly, all the other projects we have with the, within the SJHL would not be possible. With that being said, let's bring in our co-host, Clark Monroe. Clark, how are we doing today? Doing great, Jeremy. Doing great. It's an exciting week. I, like you said, it's like getting down to the nitty-gritty now for the season. And uh, it's so many sto The storylines never end. It's so fun to, to, to talk about every day. Mm -hmm. And I, just before we get into it, big shout-out to uh, to yourself for filling in for me on oh. uh, Monday. Yeah, Press Weekly. Yeah. Did a great job with uh, those fellas. Appreciate that. It was uh, a fun Jamie time. Jamie and Rory. So uh, good job, as always. Yeah. Uh, but let's get right into uh, your favorite segment, between the two shows yes between the two shows this is my favorite uh, segment and you know what you love it it's the hat trick well no we didn't need to no we didn't need to because we had them that time we got them we got them uh of every day every week we do the sjhl insider we got to look back at the last couple of days of games there was a few games each night uh, over the last couple of nights so jeremy tuesday night saw three games uh, you want to go through those? Yes, let's start it. Uh, the Nippon Hawks picked up a big 5-3 win over the Kindersley Clippers at home. The Flin Flon Bombers won 4-1 over the Yorkton Terriers. And the Notre Dame Hounds with a big 5-4 regulation win over the Weyburn Red Wings to move to within seven points of the Wings for the eighth and final playoff spot, which, of course, we'll dive into later. Then on Wednesday night, the Nippon Hawks... Another victory, 4-1, and they are very, very close to clinching a spot in the SJHL postseason. We'll get to that in a bit, like I mentioned. A big win for the Humboldt Broncos, 3-2 over the Flin Flon Bombers in a shootout. Flin Flon gets one point. Humboldt gets two. Of course, those two teams are battling it out for second place in the SJHL standings. And then finally, the Melford Mustangs with a 4-3 win over the Kindersley Clippers in overtime. And as a result, the Melford Mustangs have leapfrogged the Orange Ice Wolves for fourth in the SJHL standings. We'll talk about the standings in a, in a brief moment. But when I look at the first two days of this week, Clark, the thing that stands out, there's two things that stand out uh, for me, at least, when it comes to uh, this so far. And that would be A, the Nippon Hawks, two big wins and a very busy week for them. Mm -hmm. where they play four games, two big wins, one at home and one over the Melville Millionaires on the road. And then as well, that matchup between uh, Humboldt and Flin Flon. Humboldt with a 3-2 shootout win. First time that Humboldt was in a shootout this year. Oh, really? Hard to believe. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, but there you go. Uh, and they, you know what? They scored on uh, both shooters. And it was a, a two-shooter each shootout. There so very go. quick. So uh, despite not being in a shootout all year, Broncos, 
Very good at the shootout. Yeah. Uh, but as a result, obviously, we've talked about those two teams battling it out for second place. Um, well, because it was a three-point game, that really isn't decided as of yet. We thought maybe we'd have some clarity after that game, but uh, still up in the air a little bit when it comes to second place. But what stands out for you when it comes to uh, Tuesday and Wednesday night's action? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely Nipawin. I mean, we, we talked quite a bit on Monday about Nipawin's last 10 games and kind of how they had a really good opportunity over the last stretch to kind of nail, put a nail in the coffin, so to speak, on the mm-hmm. playoff race. Uh, and they hadn't quite done that. They're, I think uh, on Monday when we looked at it, they were 2-5-3 and three or something in their last 10 games. Uh, so to pick up these two wins, you know, over, over opponents that – you know, they, they should need to get wins on right now. Um, it's really huge for them. And, you know, you can almost see that X beside their name on in the in the website and, now. And you know what? To be fair, uh, <clears throat> you talked about beating teams that, you know, you should be because they're below you in the standings. Uh, the season series between Kindersley and Nipwin, I would argue one of the most entertaining season series between any two teams in the SJHL this season. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of good hockey games. But you mentioned it. Uh, winning games against teams that you need to beat, and they swept the season series against the Melville Millionaires, winning all six games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a valuable 12 points. It's huge. It's huge. And, you know, again, just for Nipawin, they've kind of been on a roller coaster, and now's mm-hmm. the time that you kind of got to settle it down mm-hmm. and, and get back to your game. And we'll talk to Carson. I'm really excited to hear from Carson today, uh, Carson Dobson, just about kind of where their team's at and where everybody's what everybody's thinking about. So uh, that uh, was a big one. And I guess the only other thing is uh, Notre Dame. They just mm-hmm. won't go away. Uh, you what know, a wild game. Yeah, exactly. They what just won't go away. That, that win basically keeps their hopes alive again uh, for at least another night or another couple of nights. Yeah. Um, and they just, you know, just when we thought they, they were struggling for a few games, mm-hmm. they get this win and it's not over yet. And, uh, you know, it just adds to the excitement for the next couple of games. Uh, but with that in mind, let's have a look at the standings for topic number two yeah, here of the hat trick. Uh, thank you. Um, but there has been some changes in the uh, standings over the last couple of days with the results of the game. Just um, not a ton, but enough. So, Jeremy, uh, let's have a look at the standings here. What do you, what do you, th- well, what do you see? So, obviously, Battlefords has already clinched first place in the SJHL standings. Yes. They're going to be the number one spot. That is what we have confirmed for the SJHL postseason. Boom. Everything else, still up in the air. Yep. A um, couple of notes I do have, though, when it comes to the standings, playoff scenario right now. Um, we could see the Nipwin Hawks clinch a playoff spot tonight. Tonight. Even though they are not on the ice tonight. They could clinch a playoff spot tonight if the Notre Dame Hounds lose in regulation to the Estevan Bruins. Right. Then we have seven teams locked up for the SJHL postseason. Um, the Flynn Flon Bombers are only one point away from locking up the Sherwood division. Mm-hmm. So that stands out. And also, big game tonight for the Estevan Bruins because they're only three points away from locking up the Viterra division. So there's definitely right. still things for some teams that uh, have already clinched playoff spots. They can also clinch their uh, divisions as well. But maybe let's talk about, uh, I think, when it comes to the standings, let's talk about two things that um, are, are almost finalized. Don't want to say are finalized, but almost finalized. Let's start with the four and five seed. Yes. The Melford Mustangs, LaRange Ice Wolves. It It's still possible that one of those teams either drops down or moves up, but... It's very, very, very slim. Like a team would have to win all. Malfort would have to win all their games, and for example, Humboldt would have to lose all their games for Malfort to pass 
Humboldt. Right. So, like, that matchup between Melford and LaRange is almost a guarantee for the first round of the playoffs. The question is, who's going to get home ice? And I couldn't tell you. I mean, that's that's such a good battle right now. And the interesting part of it, and we talked about this, I think, last week and a little bit on SJHL Weekly as well, is LaRange's remaining schedule is, is what it is. We've, we've talked about it. They play, I think, Melford one more time, right? Uh, tomorrow. And Flynn Flon twice. So yep. very, very difficult last three games for them. Uh, playoff mode from here on. Yep. And when we talked to Leith Olofsson on Monday about the Melford Mustangs remaining schedule, mm-hmm. he's like, we've been playing playoff hockey for two weeks already. Like every every game for them has been really intense, and every opponent has been tough. Um, and he said, "So yeah, we've been gearing up. Like we're ready." Yes. Um, and the big thing too, when it comes to that situation, yep. you touched on. Laurent only has three games left, but Melford has a game in hand. Yeah, exactly. They have a Melford game in has hand. a game in hand as well. So yep. um, they're separated by one point, but uh, you never know who's going to get home ice in between that almost guaranteed first round playoff series. And it's funny because yep. they played twice just. A week back, right. they're going to play tomorrow. Well, that was that was exactly what Leith was saying. Like they, I think it was just coming off of a game against Laurent, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, and and he was like, they were you coming know, off the weekend, the yeah. weekend back at a home and home. So yeah. he's like, yeah, no, it was. This is the team we want to play. Mm-hmm. We're ready for them. They're ready for us. It's going to be a great series. I think that's the definition of playoff hockey right there. Yeah. That is going to be a very physical series between two teams uh, that love to throw the body around. Mm-hmm. They know their systems. They work yeah. hard. Um, and they both play, like, watching the Melford Mustangs and the Ron Jaisbos this year, they both kind of play that style that kind of fits very well in the postseason. So um, that is shaping up to be a very memorable and uh, very good series in the first round in the SJHL playoffs. Uh, the other thing we should mention, obviously, is you touched on it, the Notre Dame Hounds, a big win over the Weyburn Red Wings in regulation. They scored the game-winning goal with under a minute to go in the third period. Oh. And, you know... They couldn't give up any points to Weyburn. In no. That game. That's so the fact that they were able to do that and pull that off is great if they do want a shot at potentially catching Weyburn. Notre Dame has the most games remaining uh, out of any team left. They still have seven games. Yep. Seven uh, games 14 in potential points. Days. 14 potential points. That's it. That's good math, Clark. Thank very, you. Very good. I passed um, grade four. So. <laughs> so despite them being seven points back of Weyburn, they have the two games in hand. They win those two games in hand. They're only three points back. These two teams do meet one more time. Ugh. They do meet one more time. Whether we get to that meeting and that's, and it's meaningful, to be determined. Right. Because uh, Notre Dame has a home-and-home against Estevan this week. Uh, tonight in Wilcox and then Saturday in Estevan. And then the Weyburn Red Wings are on the road this weekend looking to snap a four-game losing streak Against the Kindersley Clippers, who haven't been playing it very... They've been playing actually pretty solid. Right? Oh, yeah. The last couple of weeks. Well, we talked about it uh, on Monday. Like, it's it's weird to say that they're on, like, a heater when they've, you know, lost their last couple of games. But they've been playing such good hockey. And uh, they've been fighting for their lives, even though technically, you know, they're out. But... That doesn't seem to matter to them. It seems like they've been playing their best hockey of the year over the last month or so. Mm -hmm. And it's just great to see because we talked about it at length throughout the season really so far. A lot of their losses weren't blowouts. A lot of their losses were tight. Tight games, hard-fought games, and they just came up short Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of uh, more often than not, unfortunately. And now it seems like some of those games are just going their way now. And, you know, they've won four of their last ten games. That doesn't sound overwhelmingly like a big number, but 
it's it's a good number for them, and I think that they've been they've been fighting uh, and, and scrapping, and I, sure. I love to see it. I, I'm cheering for Kindersley the rest of the way, honestly, and I just want to see them, you know, finish the season strong. Hey, but we do have to give a shout out to Kindersley. Yep, because with that overtime uh, loss last night. They actually won that season series for the I'm gonna I might pronounce it wrong the Full Yards Cup. Oh sure, yeah. Against the Melfort Mustangs. How about I, that? Hey? I texted I texted Matt this morning. Matt Barrett, friend of the show, loves yeah. when I say that. Yeah. Uh, I texted him this morning, being like, "Well, each team won twice. What what happens?" And he's like, "Well, Kindersley won because they got the overtime point last wow. night. So they." They did. Kudos it. to both teams for promoting that as much as they do too, because I saw it all over social it was media awesome. all year long. So that's really awesome to see uh, that that happened. And you know, awesome for Kindersley. I love yeah. it. You love to see it. Yep, you do love to see it. Um, let's move on yep. to topic number three. Um, and Jeremy, I'm going to let you take this one uh, because you know there's a, there's it's 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 interesting. I, I'm really curious. Let's go. You you forgot what I it forgot was. what it was. You forgot what the topic was. <laughs> you told me like two minutes before we started the show. I did. It's players of the month. Clark. Players of the month. You I forgot know about these. It. I know these. We we can do this. Anyways, it, it's players of the month because uh, yeah. they were announced yesterday on SJHL.ca. So maybe let's. Uh, I'll. How about I'll read them off. Okay. I'll read them off with the stats. And I'll get your uh, your thoughts. <laughs> we there's just a, talked about this. A lot happening before this show. Okay? Oh yeah, actually, should we dive in? Maybe we'll yes. dive. In, we'll dive into that after. Okay. After uh, yeah, a little behind the after curtains. Carson Dobson joins us. <laughs> yeah. We'll dive into that. Um, okay. So, players of the month for February. We have to start with SGU MVP of the month, uh, Kian Bell of the Balfour North Stars. Um, one of the best months in junior hockey I've ever seen. Very impressive month he had 13 goals nine assists 22 points in eight games yeah do the math that's like 2.75 points a game yeah you would think like oh he played like 18 games no eight no and Uh, which is which is crazy to think about because i going back actually let's go back to kindersley Mm -hmm. um Logan Linklater had a f- fantastic month, and so did Tylen Hilbig. Right, they were very close. I think I want to say they were at 19 and 18 points respectively in February. But the difference was Kindersley had played I think three or four more games than Battleford's. Yeah, there was a couple teams that had like a 10, 11, 12 games. Regardless, so. Kean Bell had a fantastic month, and I wrote about it in the article. It fu- it's funny because it all started on February 1st when he scored a hat-trick at the SJHL-MJHL Showcase. Yeah, he kind of started there and mm-hmm. then just kind of kept that momentum going all, yep. all, all month long. Um, and yeah, you mentioned it. Um, Linklater had 20 points and, and uh, Hilbig had 17, but they both played 13 games. Boom. Um, and, you know, it's so crazy. I think when we were talking about who's going to get the Players of the Month, uh, Kean Bell had more goals than a lot of the kids had points right. in this in this in the league this month. Uh, it was one of those months, Jeremy. You mentioned it, one of the best months you've seen in, mm-hmm. in your in your career. Um, not only that, but it seemed like every game we're like, oh, he did that. Yeah. Oh, he did that, and it was just you know, just so impressive. And we should ha- mention. He had a he had a six point night where he had five goals right. uh, against the Yorkton Terriers. Oh, he did that. He also did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, quickly moving on, Sastel goalie of the week was Jared Picklick of the Humboldt Broncos. A five and zero record, a two point three six goals against average, and a point nine two nine save percentage. Uh, direct rest. Direct West Rookie of the Month, Alexei Silvestri, the Flin Flon Bombers. Uh, six goals, seven assists, 13 points in 11 games played, really stepping up with uh, Flin Flon kind of dealing with a, a few injuries. And Super U Defenseman of the Month, Tynan Ewart to the Balfords North Stars. A goal and 10 assists, uh, 11 points in eight games played. Uh, 
those players of the month were very similar to what the, play, the final players of the week were yeah. uh, for the last week of February. Yeah, and I mean, there's a good reason for that. We mentioned on when we announced the players of the week that Silvestri had won two of the last three weeks for Rookie of the Week. So he's been he's been lighting it up. And as you mentioned, he's been getting a great opportunity with all the injuries that they've had. He's been that one steady piece in their lineup that just seems to keep chugging. Uh, he's He's been given a great opportunity, and Mike Reagan seems to really... Uh, trust him in those roles uh so he's been playing great the goaltending one was a bit of a debate uh mm -hmm. there was a few good performances this past month that we had to kind of decide between but at the end of the day picklick five and oh undefeated in the month really solid individual numbers uh so i think we uh, i think i described it as to you yeah as there were a few goalies with better numbers but they didn't play as many games. Right. But then there were some goalies that played more games, mm -hmm. but their numbers weren't as good. Right. And I proceeded to say, well, Picklick had Goldilocks numbers. Yeah, he was the Goldilocks. They were, the, they were the just week, right. Of the month. Um, and then Tynan Ewart, what do you say? I mean, the guy drives offense. He, mm -hmm. He's the quarterback of that team, and uh, he's just been so good all year long. And, and he's finally getting the individual recognition over the last few months, or a couple <laughs> months, I should say. Because early on, yeah. it seemed like he was always just short, and then recently it's just been he's been taken over. Yeah, it was pretty funny, actually, at the beginning of the year, because with him, we had talked about we were surprised the first time he was named Defenseman of the Month. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the dam kind of broke. He uh, just keeps going. Just keeps going. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So congratulations uh, to Keon Bell, SGU MVP of the month. Jared Picklick, Sastel Goalie of the Month. Alexei Silvestri, uh, Direct West Rookie of the Month. And Super U Defenseman of the Month, Tynan Ewart of the Battleford North Stars. But now it is time to head to the video chat line where we're pleased to be joined by Carson Dobson of the Nippon Hawks. There he is. Carson, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. How's it going today? Good. Thanks for having me. No, we really appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know what? I'll get I'll get right to it. Uh, last night, a four-one win for you guys over the Melville Millionaires. Uh, what stood out for you guys in that win, and a big two points for you guys in the standings? Uh, yeah, we didn't play our best game, but we were able to get the job done. That was a big two points for us in the playoff race. So, yeah, it was huge to get that win last night. So for you guys, you won the two games this week. You're getting closer and closer to clinching a playoff spot. But I got to ask for you, who's been with the Nipwin Hawks for the past couple of years, what has this season been like for you just as this young team continues to grow and grow and get better and better? Uh, yeah, it's been a good year for us. We're pretty much in a playoff spot now. We're really close to securing one. So that's really good what we're looking to do. And yeah, it's been awesome having this team and all the young guys pitching in, chipping in. For sure. I, I want to ask you about uh, your head coach and GM, Tad Cozen, because obviously last year with the coaching change halfway through the year, uh, you know, Tad took over as head coach and GM, and then this year was his first uh, full year as head coach. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on what it's like uh, playing for Tad as your coach. Uh, yeah, it's really fun playing for Tad as a coach. He was just playing pro like two or three years ago so in practice he's still really good and can teach you things and he's pretty much the best player out there when he's practicing <laughs> too so it's fun to have him as a coach and just yeah let him help you and work on your game and improve your game in certain areas 
Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he was a very good, uh, a very good player in the SJHL, and he's he's definitely uh, helping you guys become a very good hockey team in Nipwin. Um, but a big reason why we wanted to bring you on today, Carson, is, and I don't know if you knew this at the time, but a couple of weeks ago <laughs> when you guys played the Flin Flon Bombers, uh, it was a tough six-four loss for you guys. But when you scored your second goal, you scored the one thousandth goal as part of the Kids Sport Cup for Sask Energy's uh, Goals for Kids Sport program. At, at the time, I'm going to guess, you would probably didn't know that you scored that goal, did you? Yeah, at the time, I did not know that. No, it's, yeah, it's cool that it just so happened to be the thousandth goal of the season, but yeah, at the time. Carson, I'll ask you this. When it comes to the Goals for Kids Sport program, uh, obviously all the SJHL teams kind of take part in this program. So what does it mean for you and I guess your teammates to take part in being able to give back to uh, a program like Kids Sport? Yeah, it's really good that they're donating back to Kids Sport for all the goals like that. I think it's really cool. And <clears throat> for sure, yeah, all the teams, I'm sure, are happy to be a part of it and glad that we're doing that. Yeah, and it's a good, of course, you know, goals for kids sport is a good way to get, uh, you know, the youth of Saskatchewan back into, you know, playing sports around the province, whether it be hockey, basketball, you name it. Um, finally, Carson, I'll ask you this uh, on, well, actually, I should add to that. On March 10th, you'll be, uh, there will be a presentation uh, for you when it comes to being awarded the 1,000th goal when it comes to kids sport prior uh, to your guys' last home game. But uh, finally, I'm going to ask you this. Big weekend for you guys. You're up in Flin Flon Friday. Then you're uh, in Melfort on Sunday uh, to take on the Mustangs. So two big divisional games this weekend. Uh, what are you guys going to have to do to be successful this weekend? Uh, yeah, we're going to have to play fast paced, discipline hockey, and hopefully we can get a couple points because that's Flint Flon could potentially be a playoff matchup with us. So hopefully we can go in there and let them know that we're not going to be an easy out if they do meet us in the playoffs. So yeah, we're looking to have some good games this weekend coming up. For sure. Well, Carson, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for helping uh, deal with uh, the technical difficulties we're having on our end. We appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck this weekend and moving forward into the playoffs. And once again, congratulations on scoring the 1,000th goal as part of uh, the Goals for Kids Sport program. Thank you very much. That is forward for the Nippon Hawks, Carson Dobson. Great chat, of course. Like I mentioned, you know, I didn't think he would have known when the 1,000th goal was going to be scored for uh, the Kids Sport Cup. Yep. So not a surprise. It was a surprise to him that he scored it. And I think the biggest takeaway from that interview for me is I just found my next investment idea. Okay. And that is if the Nippon Hawks ever have a Calcutta shootout, mm -hmm. I'm going to bid on Tad Cozen because apparently he's the best player <laughs> on the organization. So I'm, you know what, Tad, I'm, I'm coming for you. Well, I was going to, like... <laughs> There's a lot of good, I think, talented oh, coaches totally. that I think if they have Calcutta shootouts, I'm probably taking. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, Scott Barney's got NHL experience. You know, you got a few guys around the league that I think could probably pot a couple of goals. But apparently, Tad Cozen still got it. So For sure. <laughs> um, like I mentioned at the tail end of that interview, I almost forgot to mention, um, there is going to be a presentation for Carson Dobson uh, at the home game on March 10th for the Nippon Hawks. I do believe it's their final game of the regular season uh, where he'll be, I think, presented with 
with a medal of some sorts Fantastic. Uh, for scoring the 1,000 goal as part of uh, Goals for Kids Sport. Also, big night tomorrow night in Battleford because the Balfour North Stars, they were the team that won the Kids Sport Cup when it comes to the most uh, home goals scored at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they will be presented the Kids Sport Cup tomorrow night uh, prior to their home game against the Humboldt Broncos. Uh, and I do believe going to be presented to them by SJHL Commissioner Kyle McIntyre. Kyle McIntyre is going to be in the house? I think Jacob's going to be there too. Jacob Faith? Wow, this is going to be a, this is a star-studded so evening. So I, I think they'll, they'll be part of the presentation for the Kids Sport Cup uh, for Battleford. So uh, once again, congratulations to Battlefords for winning the Kids Sport Cup. And congratulations to Carson Dobson for uh, scoring the 1,000th goal that ended the Kids Sport Cup. He clinched it. Because if he didn't score that goal... Could have kept it, going. It could have. I don't and think it would have. Well, the thing is, well, because Battleford's played that night, they got six goals at the time that Carson scored the fourth for Nipawin. Correct. Which put it... Because they needed 10 that night. So the did, goals- did Battleford score another one after that? Was, it, was that the... Night they got nine. Yes. Oh, okay. So it would have been over anyways. But correct. Yeah. Carson it was. It. There was. They needed. There was ten goals going into that night. Right. And, it ended and up I. Being you know the 15, whole time. Yeah. I was wondering. Fourteen. No. Or thirteen. Something. Thirteen. We were just complimenting your math. And here we are, back to <laughs> nine plus four. Nine plus four is thirteen. Clark. Is fifteen. What's don't, next? Don't come. <laughs> Hopefully, people aren't coming to SJHL Insider for uh, you know. This isn't SJHL mathematicians. It's SJHL insiders. So. Right. Yeah. For sure. Uh, as we always do before we wrap up um, the show for the week, we always have to look at the weekend ahead. Before, bef- but before we do, uh, we gotta talk about the uh, SJHL raffle, Clark. I don't it's, know if you've heard of it. It's heating up. It is. Yeah. It, it literally, it's heating up. Heating up outside. It's warming up. And as a result, uh, there's no better time like the present to get your tickets for the SJHL raffle where you can win a brand new Polaris side-by-side courtesy of the SJHL. Tickets, one for 25, three for 60, and 10 for 100. There's only 5,000 tickets available, so get your tickets today. SJHLraffle.ca. Tickets are available until April 23rd. The draw will be done on this show April 27th. Um, get your tickets today. And I know for a fact that uh, our good friend, or Director of Marketing and Promotions, Jacob Faith, during the playoffs, he, he'll be out and about selling tickets for the SJHLraffle.ca. So maybe you don't like purchasing stuff online. Maybe. You can buy in person. Yep. Because uh, Jacob will be out and about selling tickets. There's options. And... We have a fancy new commercial out for that as well. We have a fancy new commercial out. Fancy new. For, for, the, for the Polaris raffle. raffle. Yeah. It's great. Great job. on That was your voices on it. My voice is on it. It's an exciting Un- commercial. Unfortunately, you got to hear my voice more. <laughs> All right. So let's get right into the weekend preview. Four straight days. Oh, I, I mean, I guess if you include Tuesday and Wednesday, it's like six straight days of hockey. But four straight days of hockey starting tonight. Big one in Wilcox as the Notre Dame Hounds play host to the Estevan Bruins. Uh, Four games on Friday. The Yorkton Terriers visit the Melville Millionaires. Uh, The Highway 10 rivalry renews. I'm sure fans in that region, though, wish their teams had a bit of of a better season. 
Uh, but I digress. It's still going to be a great matchup when those two teams meet. Uh, humbled at Battleford, home and home this weekend. Uh, Nipwin at Flin Flon, as we touched on with Carson Dobson. Uh, that should be a great matchup. And that big one to LaRange at Flynn or uh, LaRange at Melford, sorry. Um, on Friday. Then on Saturday, the rematch between Melville and Yorkton. Note the start time. Two o'clock in the afternoon, Saturday afternoon hockey hey. at the Westland Insurance Arena in Yorkton. And then uh, Estevan hosts Notre Dame for the second half of that home and home. Humboldt hosts Battleford for the second half of their home and home. And then Wayburns and Kindersley looking to snap a four game losing streak as they begin uh, two straight games against the Clippers at the West Central Event Center. Then two games on Sunday, both afternoon games. Nippowin at Melfort at the Northern Lights Palace. Worth mentioning. If you're in the area, I just saw on Twitter before the show, free admission. What? Shut the front door. You know, we gave a big shout out the other the other week. So to, big shout out to Melford Mustangs. Absolutely. We gave a big shout out to the teams that are making those initiatives. And yep. Melford must have heard us because I know Matt Barrett watches the show. So clearly we influenced Matt Barrett to do this. Great job, Matt. Well, as they say <laughs> in the biz, we're influencers. We are. Hashtag influencers something like that something like that. uh and then the other game on sunday is uh shhl influencers <laughs> new name of the show <laughs> that's our that's our spin-off show actually in the off season yeah. there you uh go. the second game on sunday is wayburn at kindersley four o'clock uh should mention nip point and melford at three on sunday um as i always ask you to wrap up the show clark uh what is what are you keeping your eye on for this weekend i'm not looking too far i'm, Perfect. I'm going tonight i'm okay. going uh, estevan notre dame that's Sweet. such an important game for the how the standings are going to shake down so i'm looking at that one and uh i've also um due to my alumniism of the bruins i've put oh. some i've put some bids in on their jersey auction showing some bias just want to shout out the uh the <laughs> yeah somebody outbid me please <laughs> but anyways just wanted to give a shout out but i am looking at that game tonight uh because again notre dame's fighting for their lives yeah. estevan's trying to clinch their division yeah. both teams have something to fight for yeah. tonight and uh it's Outside of a few great matchups later on in the week, yeah. I can't look farther than It could, uh, if Notre Dame wins tonight in regulation, only five points back going into the weekend with a game in hand. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. So, well, like, uh, and, and, and here's the thing that makes it even more interesting, too, when it comes to the whole Notre Dame playoff situation is if they go on a little bit of a run, Notre Dame's the team that plays the, la the very two last games of the season. Right. Sunday... At home against Melville, and then the Tuesday, which was the makeup game from that first weekend of the season against right, Humboldt on the right. Tuesday. Yeah. Are those games going to mean something? It'd be fun if they did. It would be a lot of fun yeah. if it did. It'd be fun if they but did. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'll, yeah, I mean, Humboldt and Battleford are going to be amazing. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, two of the top teams in the league. I mean, Humboldt's, Humboldt's had Battleford's number a little bit this season. Mm -hmm. They've won three of the four games in the season series. Right. With that being said, um, you know, two, uh, the last two times that uh, uh, Humboldt beat Battleford, the first time Battleford was missing their entire top line. Uh, the second time was the Martinsville game where they had two of their guys, uh, two of them come back, but still have to think they were pr pretty much other, under the weather a little bit, but that's part of hockey. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Um, I'm curious, though, for Friday night's game, just because I think I brought this up with you. That Battleford's record at the Access Communications Arena is uh, second to none. Yeah. They haven't lost a game in regulation at the Access Communications Arena. They've only lost one game in general 
at the ACC. Unreal. And that was a shootout loss to the Melford Mustangs. October, I want to say October 14th. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I know that, yours truly was in attendance. Hey, you were there. So as a result, I will be not invited to any Balford playoff home games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Stay away. They will not want me in there. Stay away. No, um, <laughs> but as a result, I'm curious to see how Friday's game. That home and home will be excellent. Home and home is going to be it excellent. It always is. Uh, the other game I would like to pay attention to that I'm going to pay attention to, obviously, to is Laurent and, Laurent and Melford. It's going to be a great one. It is. Um, it's a, let's call it a spade to spade. It's a playoff preview. Yeah. It's a playoff preview. These teams are going to meet in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, I mean, if LaRange can pick up a regulation win, they're, they're right in the mix again for home ice advantage in that first round playoff series. Now, if Melford picks up a regulation win, that pretty much, for the most part, puts the nail in the coffin when it comes to, uh, you know, home ice advantage because Melford would be three points up with a game in hand. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Regardless, it's a playoff preview. It's going to be great. So um, lots of great entertaining hockey games this weekend in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, as always. If you want to stay up to date with everything in the SJHL, uh, be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are on the road to 1,000 subscribers. We're getting we're getting there. Slow getting and steady. Uh, and subscri- subscribe. Subscribing's free. That's the other thing. Subscribing's free. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. Uh, big shout out again to all of our sponsors. Cantera Seed, Sastel Capital Auto Mall, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Chevrolet, Tourism Saskatchewan, Direct West, SGI, SGU, Great Western, Young's Equipment, RBC. Thank you so much for your support because, again, without your support, these shows would not be possible. 13 games in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League over the course of the next four days. If you can't make it out to your local rink, you can catch all the action on Hockey TV where a subscription is just $29.99 a month right now and there's no better time to get it than now because the playoffs is just around the corner. So it's going to be a great weekend of hockey in the SJHL. Uh, make sure to get out to your local rink for Clark Monroe. My name is Jeremy Corrigan, and this has been another great episode of SJHL Insider. And enjoy the games this weekend, everyone.